0: Welcome to the PBWF, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, presented to you by the fellas here at the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, a show that is for the fans, by the fans. I'm your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. Joining me, as always, is the leader of the Mayhem brand, Mr. Andy York. And Andy, we are two weeks away from the final pay-per-view of season one. I can't believe it.
1: Yeah, I can't believe it either. And uh, this is going to be a fun episode for... A plethora of reasons. Um, <laughs> if you if you can't tell by my voice, I have been very much under the weather since actually last week when we recorded. So uh, this is going to be a lot of fun to do this. This may be just because my energy is low. You guys have to like in your mind think of how cool this stuff is. Be. <laughs> so because uh, um, if I try if I get too overexcited, then you know I'm just going to be coughing for the next hour or so, and it's not going to be fun for anybody. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe we're already here. Week 22. There's only two more weeks of regular TV left and then the pay-per-view. And that's, that's insane to me that we're already at this point.
0: It is. It absolutely is insane. I mean, it's this season has, in a way, has flown by, but in a way, has not really drug on. But, you know, it's taken a while to get here to the end. But yeah. now that we're here, it's like, wait a minute. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm referencing things in my show that's like, wait a minute, that was six months ago? Like, we were booking that thing six months ago? It was, it's wild. Uh, but here the, we are. The
1: wrestling world has been crazy, like, the last year or so. Yes. To the point where, like, I was like, I was thinking about the other day. I was like, wait a minute. WrestleMania wasn't even that long ago. And we were there in person. And it feels like that was like three years ago. It feels it
0: certainly feels like a lifetime ago. It
1: definitely Sasha and Naomi walked out eight months ago. And that feels like years ago at this point. And it's like this is just it's insane how quickly things are happening. Yep but yet it's not it seems like it's taking forever at the same time.
0: And it's like the point that we always bring up, man, this is an incredible peek behind the curtain for us as far as booking stuff and how that looks. And again, on a much 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 smaller scale, but we kind of right. get the idea of how quickly things go and you know where your mind has to go and um, you know planning things out and looking ahead and that sort of thing. So, it's
1: definitely and wild. We, and we have the luxury of, you know, <clears throat> Not having to actually deal with like a real crowd where they like want us to do something else and Mm -hmm. we have to swallow that and do that, or you know, dealing with talent that don't want to do some of the things. So, like, this is like. I have an appreciation for it, but still, we don't have to deal with like 90% of the things that bookers have to deal with. Right. So I'm, I'm happy doing what we're doing.
0: That is very true. It's just fun to get our creative <laughs> juices going and and all that kind yep. of stuff. So that's what we're going to do here today, episode, or sorry, week 22. Go back if you haven't already, check out in our archives and, um, on this feed. Make sure you go check that out. And if you're listening to this and you've been a fan of this show, you've been watching it from the beginning. PerWrestlingTees.com forward slash PBW Podcast. Brand new PBWF t-shirt available now. It has the matchup graphic on there that is our logo. So go check it out. Support the show. We would appreciate that very much. Um, Andy mentioned that he has been under the weather. Therefore, this is the first ever PBWF episode that has been recorded virtually. Every Wait. other episode we have been in person this is the first one i'm surprised it's
1: crazy that it's taken this long for us to get to this point exactly we're almost six months in
0: and this is the first one
1: i'm very impressed you know what next season we're gonna do every single one in person and (laughs) whether we're sick or not we'll just mask up and (laughs) sit six feet apart from each other and still do it Oh, my goodness.
0: Uh, So, yeah, this is going to be interesting. We think we've got it figured out and how it's going to go. And if it doesn't go the way we think. It
1: will not go the way we think it will
0: go. We're just going to edit it out, and you guys will never know. (laughs) All right. Here we go. The Revolution brand is up first. That would be myself. 30 minutes on the clock. And let me get my music ready. All right. Let's dive in. Week 22. Here we go. Welcome to Revolution, everyone. I am Tom Hanovan alongside Corey Graves and the Hall of Famer JBL. Corey interrupts and he says, yeah, that's right. Pat McAfee, the challenge has been laid out. Time to put your money where your mouth is, pal. Let's see what you got. Tom says, thank you for that. Corey, I'm sure we'll talk about that later. We have a loaded show For everybody here tonight, two championship contender matches, but first, I want to show you what happened last week on our show. As you can see on the video here, Brian Myers gets jumped in the parking lot by a masked man after winning the Intercontinental title, a vicious assault that, of course, required medical attention, but our team captured more footage that we want to show you right now for the very first time. As you can see here, medical personnel are tending to Brian, about to get him loaded onto the stretcher. And as they do, Matt Cardona runs into frame. He starts asking around about what's going on, if anybody saw anything. He starts blaming himself, saying that he should have been there. Matt goes up to Brian, who's unconscious, as they're loading him into the ambulance. And Matt says, surely somebody saw something. He tells Brian that he promises he is going to get to the bottom of this. We cut to the locker room area now. We see Bully Ray and Taz in their locker room with Killer Cross and Scarlett getting prepared for that Intercontinental Contenders match tonight. And in walks Matt Cardona. Bully says, what do you want, Matt? Matt says, look, I know I'm outnumbered here, but as you've probably heard, I'm trying to get to the bottom of what happened to Brian, my best friend, last week. And since you guys have such a great opportunity tonight to earn a shot, You thought you'd get a leg up and and take him out. That about right? And Bully says, look, Matt, you know us too well. To be honest, yeah, we were following Brian. We were going to attack him in the parking lot, and we got sidetracked. And by the time that we got there, the damage was done. So we left. It wasn't us. Now, please leave our locker room before something else bad happens to the major players. We cut to the ring. Interesting words there from Bully Ray. You think you know me. We are kicking things off with our first championship contenders match tonight. A triple threat tag match for a shot at the Lucha Brothers coming up at Eve of Destruction. Out first, the rated R superstar edge, Captain Charisma, Christian, two longtime best friends, We're going to have this match when we come back from this commercial break. All right, here we go in segment two. We're back. The Usos, uh, Santana and Ortiz made their entrance. The Usos are making their entrance now, but they charge into the ring. All six men are going at it. They're not waiting on the bell. This one is getting started hot and heavy. The referee trying to restore some order and get these guys separated, but it is not working. Santana whips Edge to the ropes, Edge holds on, Santana charges in, big backdrop to the outside, Christian clotheslines Ortiz to the outside as well, Edge and Christian look at each other. They look at Santana and Ortiz on the outside. What are they thinking? Edge and Christian hit the ropes. Don't tell me. Double suicide dive, but they're caught in midair. Super kick by Santana and Ortiz from the floor. Edge and Christian hanging on the middle rope. Santana and Ortiz get up on the apron, looking like they're going to drop him with a double DDT. But stereo super kicks by the Usos, taking them to the floor. Usos hit the ropes. Double Uso dive over top of Edge and Christian. On the outside to Santana and Ortiz. What a move. But as they're celebrating, they turn around. Here comes Edge and Christian, big cross bodies to the outside, taking out the Usos. What a crazy sequence of moves as we crash to our next commercial break. We are back here with this triple threat tag team match. Order has been restored. The bell has sounded. We're official here. Edge and Christian, Santana and Ortiz, the former champions, and the Usos with the winners getting a shot at the Lucha Brothers coming up on the last revolution before end of the line. It's Eve of Destruction. So the way this match is going to work, three men are legal at once, one from each team, and you have to tag in and out with your partner. Santana is legal here with J. Uso and Edge. Jay goes for a super kick on Edge, but Edge catches his foot, swings him around, and he hits an insecurity on Santana, knocking him down to the corner. Edge goes for a right. Jay blocks it, hits him with an uppercut, followed by another one. Edge still on his feet, swings wildly, misses. Jay spins him around, picks up Edge, back suplex turned into a neck breaker by Jay on the way down. Jay starts to go for the pin, but he sees Santana coming out of his, the corner of his eye. So, Jay catches him with a super kick, knocking him back down. Jay charges in, cannonball to Santana in the corner, pulls him out, goes for the pin, one, Two, Ortiz making the save. Edge manages to tag Christian without the other guy seeing it. Christian grabs Jay from behind, tries to hook in the kill switch, but Jay pushes Christian to the Usos corner. Big enziguri by Jimmy from the outside. Jimmy gets tagged in. They shoot Christian off the ropes, looking for the 1D, but Ortiz pulls the rope down. Christian goes to the outside. Jimmy charges in. Samoan drop there by Santana, and Ortiz tags himself in, comes off the top rope. He's met with an uppercut on the way down mid-air by Jay Ortiz and Jay throwing hands Ortiz gets the advantage sets Jay up for a power bomb here comes Santana out of nowhere power bomb blockbuster combo that's the finish Ortiz goes for the pin but Jay's not the legal man the referee is not counting here Christian goes to get involved but Jimmy is getting up on the apron here comes Edge spears Jimmy through the middle rope to the outside it is chaos here as we head to another commercial break We are back. It's been a wild one here, but we are at the tail end of this match. Edge, Jimmy Uso, and Santana are legal here. All three men trading punches. Jimmy off the ropes going for a clothesline, but Edge catches his arm. Downward spiral, pulling an old move out of the playbook there. But as he's getting up, Santana off Edge's back. hits a senton on Jimmy Uso. Edge charges in for a clothesline. Santana ducks off the ropes. Springboard cross body from the middle rope. Edge is down, Santana to the top rope, blind tag by Ortiz. Here we go, Santana, big splash from the top onto Edge, followed by another big splash by Ortiz onto Edge. The cover, one, two, but Christian tackles Santana into the ring to break up the pin. Referee trying to restore some order here. Christian and Santana are out of the ring, fighting on the outside. Ortiz sets Edge up for a DDT, super kick by Jimmy Uso, breaks it up. Ortiz bounces off the ropes. Big face buster by Jimmy. Jimmy now to the corner, tags in Jay, but Edge hits a big splash in the corner. Edge pulling Jimmy out. He didn't see the tag. He's going for the Execution DDT, and he hits it. Goes for the pin. The referee again, not counting. Jay's in. Super kicks Edge in the head while he's still down for the pin. Jay gets Jimmy up, shoots Edge off the ropes. One D in the middle of the ring. The cover One. Two, three. That is it. The Usos are advancing to Eve of Destruction. A big win here. And for the first time this season, they're going to get a shot at the Tag Team Championship. We cut to the locker room here and we see Tommaso Ciampa sitting by himself. The door opens. In walks Johnny Gargano. Two men are face-to-face. Johnny turns, closes the door in front of the cameraman as we head to commercial break. We are back here and want to let everybody know about our huge main event tonight. What a crazy start we've had. We haven't even been able to tell you who is in our main event, but later tonight, The Rock. That's right. The Rock, for the first time in almost 10 years, will step into the ring to go one-on-one with Randy Orton. We will also have a sit-down interview with our women's champion, Dr. Britt Baker, and, of course, that Intercontinental title contenders match that we talked about earlier. We will cut backstage now. We see Edge and Christian walking through the hallway after a tough loss. And into frame walks Matt Cardona. They look at Matt and say, Matt, what do you want? And Matt says, well, you see, the last time we had any interactions, the major players took you guys out back uh, out back at battle lines. And then, Edge, I think I beat you again after that. It's hard to keep track at this point. But the way I see it, you old has have been talking about trying to make your mark around here, trying to save face and to stay relevant. I think you took an opportunity to get some revenge on my best friend, Brian Myers. You jumped him in the parking lot last week. Edge says, Matt, you and Brian have known us for a long time. We helped bring you guys up in the business. So for all the years that we had together, you know me well enough to know when I'm telling the truth. So I'm telling you right now, for the record, neither of us had anything to do with that. Matt says, all right, I appreciate your honesty, but just so you know... I do appreciate all those times we've spent together, but those were in the past. It just, it seems like you guys just can't you can't hang anymore. So respectfully, maybe it's maybe it's time for you guys to hang the boots up. Cardona walks away. Edge and Christian look at each other and sigh. We cut to an interview set. Caleb Braxton is seated next to Britt Baker. We are scheduled for that sit-down interview with the women's champion here. Kayla asked Britt to explain her actions last week. And Britt says, what do you mean actions? Chelsea got what she had coming to her. I talked with Shawn Michaels, and he allowed me to devise a little plan, and Chelsea bought it hook, line, and sinker. Kayla says, well, speaking of Chelsea and plans, how do you feel about this plan she apparently put together way back at Call Your Shot so she could take the title from you? And Britt says, Chelsea can make plans all she wants. I knew I couldn't trust her, honestly. It was just a matter of time. I've I've been in that position in my career. I've done things like that, maybe that I'm not proud of, but I know what it's all about. Honestly, Kayla, I was just waiting for the right time to strike back, strike back. And last week was it. Did you see the look on her face when I won that match? Kayla says, All right, Brett, what what's next? What now? You got your revenge on Chelsea. Britt says, you think last week was revenge? Absolutely not. Because revenge is when I get Chelsea in the ring, one-on-one, at end of the line. This thing has been brewing since she stole my moves way back a few months ago. It started in the ring. Now we're going to finish it in the ring. Chelsea, if you've got the guts, I'll put this title on the line at the end of the line pay-per-view. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The challenge has been laid out. Will it be accepted? We have to take a commercial break. We come back here. We see Adam Cole in the gorilla position about to walk out for his match with Killer Cross. Matt Cardona walks up to him. He says, and Cole says, oh, geez. Look, I've been out of the loop with Britt coming back and all that kind of stuff. I had nothing to do with what you're talking with Britt and Chelsea. Cardona says, that's not what I'm here about. You've got your shot at earning an Intercontinental title match. Tonight, and I, I could see you being one to try to gain an early advantage, let's say by attacking the champ in the parking lot. And Cole says, look, I've done a lot of things in my career to get ahead, but that wasn't one of them. Cardona says, all right, I guess I'll take your word for it, but if you're lying, I'm coming after you. Adam Cole's about to head to the ring, and... Cole says, by the way, Chelsea's going to get her payback. Don't you worry. Adam Cole leaves Matt Cardona frustrated again. Adam Cole getting a big shot here. We haven't seen much of him in the last couple weeks since he lost that world title. But it is not going to be an easy task. This Intercontinental Championship contenders match. Because this guy's got something to prove as well. Killer cross on his way to the ring. Accompanied by Scarlett. He seems to still be looking to stake his claim here on Revolution. We're going to have this match after this commercial break.
1: What's my time there? Uh, You have about fourteen minutes left. Fourteen minutes. Fourteen minutes into the
0: show. Okay, sixteen
1: minutes left. Okay, so
0: all right, we're back. Bell sounds. This one's underway here. Adam Cole and Killer Cross both of the lot to prove here. The winner gets a shot at Eve of Destruction, the Intercontinental Title, and Brian Myers. Charge cross. Sorry, Cross charges in, uh, but he's met with a drop kick to the knees. Doesn't take him off his feet. Adam Cole with a couple of kicks. He comes off the ropes. Cross tries to catch him. Cole swings, uh, slides between the legs, and another drop kick to the knees. This time, it takes Cross down and to the outside of the ring. Cole follows him, shoots him to the steps, but Cross reverses it, and Cole eats the steps. Cross goes to pick up Cole for a powerbomb, but Cole uh, slips out from behind, and he shoots Cross into the steps. And now he takes Cross's leg, and he bashes it on top of the steps. And again... And again, Cole separates the steps. He goes to pick up the top one, but the ref gets in between. Cole steps down, or puts the steps down, rather. Cross is trying to get up. Cole with a last shot on the outside of the ring. He is celebrating with the fans as we cut to commercial break. We're back. Adam Cole is in full control here. Killer Cross just hasn't been able to get anything going because of his legs. Uh, his knee is just really in bad shape. Adam Cole's got the figure four locked in in the middle of the ring. Nowhere to go, but of course, here come the troops. You knew it was a matter of time. Beer money. Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray hit the ring, and they are just mugging Adam Cole right here. The referee is calling for the bell. This one has been thrown out. Adam Cole is just in a bad way, and is wait a minute there's tomaso champa we saw what happened last week with the aces and eights uh-oh but there's johnny gargano he and champa look at each other and they sprint towards the ring here we go the fight is on Champa and Gargano are just cleaning house, taking care of the aces and eights. How they've cleared the ring. It's like four on two here. Who knows? But Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa have taken out the aces and eights. Refs and security trying to separate them all. But meanwhile, Adam Cole is getting up trying to figure out what happened. But he who's this? They jumped the barricade. That's Carl Anderson. Luke Gallows and and AJ Styles, they are mugging Adam Cole. What is the meaning of all this? We haven't seen these guys in a long time here. Shock. Uh oh. Wait a minute. Here comes Fish and O'Reilly. They hit the ring and the club bails. It is a huge standoff. Fish and O'Reilly coming to the aid of Adam Cole as we take another commercial break.
1: I did not authorize him to be there, just so you know. (laughs) That's the point. (laughs) All right, what's my time? Nothing about this. Uh, You have uh, 17 minutes in, so.
0: 13 minutes left, okay.
1: Yeah,
0: 13 minutes left. Here we go. Backstage hallway area now, we see the Miz, Maurice, and Ric Flair walking down the hallway, and they're yelling at each other. And Matt Cardona stops to question them about attacking Brian, and Miz says, are you stupid? We were in the ring last week when all that happened. We couldn't have gotten back there in time. Cardona says, yeah, you would have had plenty of time to get there. Rick, was it you that attacked him trying to make up for your mistake in the match last week? Before before Flair can answer, Miz says, look, he didn't do it. We don't have time for this. We've got plenty of problems of our own here. The three of them walk off as Matt Cardona is very frustrated here. Cut to the ring here. Looks like we're going to be joined by our general manager, Shawn Michaels. He's got a microphone. Let's see what he has to say. He says, I don't know about you guys, but it has been a crazy night and I need a nap. Anyway, I got some news for Mr. Matt Cardona, who's been, you know, getting in everybody's business tonight. Matt, could you come out here, please? Matt Cardona makes his entrance and Sean says, Matt, I know you've been trying to get in everybody's business tonight, figuring out who attacked Brian last week. And I've got a surprise for you. I've got a call set up right there on the big screen. And you can ask Brian yourself who attacked him. Brian appears on the big screen, still looking worse for wear. He's got his arm in a sling, a huge black eye. Matt says, Brian. I've been calling and texting you all week. You didn't even show up to record the podcast this week. Did did you get my messages? How are you, man? And Brian says, I'm good, broski. About as good as you can expect after what went down last week. As Brian pulls out the Intercontinental title and lays it on his lap. Cardona says, Brian, do you have any idea who did this to you? Brian says, no, man. Whoever did it jumped me from behind. Only thing I remember is standing there yelling for you, Chelsea, and Smart Mark, and the next thing I know, man, I wake up in a hospital. Matt says, Brian, I don't know if you've been watching, but I've been going around the locker room tonight. I'm trying to figure out who did this. I haven't figured it out yet, but when I do, that person is a marked man. Brian says, whoa, broski, hang on, listen, listen, I'm okay. Listen, the staff at the venue last week, they sent me some security footage, and I thought that you and I could take a look at it together. Let, let's see if we can figure out who did this. We see the security footage rolling. You see Brian get jumped by a masked man from behind. And then you see the mask come off, but the guy's back is turned to the security camera. And you see him attack the cameraman. And Matt goes there. Get That cameraman, Sean, who was that cameraman? But before Sean can answer, as the footage rolls, you see the guy turn around into frame and on screen standing over Brian Myers in the parking lot is Matt Cardona. And Brian says, it was you, Matt. Matt gets a disgusted look on his face. All of a sudden it turns to a smile and he said, it was absolutely me, Brian. It was me all along. And why, Brian? Why, Why did I do it? Because you're weak, Brian. You're vulnerable without me. You need me. You're trying to wrestle all these singles matches without me. We're a team, Brian. We're best friends. I did it to teach you a lesson. Brian says, you think I'm weak? You think I'm vulnerable? I recognize that I'm not in the best of shape right now after what happened last week. But the doctors have told me that I'm going to make a full recovery. In fact, they say I should be fully recovered by... End of the line? And Matt says, wait, is that a challenge? Because let me just tell you, I'm the deathmatch king, and it is in your best interest not to show up at that preview because I will finish what I started in that parking lot. Brian says, oh, I'm showing up. I'm putting the Intercontinental title on the line. It's me. It's you. One-on-one in a barbaric steel cage match. Brian's feed goes to black. Shawn Michaels says, well, I'll grant that challenge. It's on. End of the line. It's official. What an announcement we have heard. We have got to take a commercial break. But up next, it's our main event. Sweet. Here we go. Going to cut right up to time, but that's okay. Segment 10, we are back. And before we get going here, I want to let you know that next week, it has been confirmed, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa will team up for the very first time. They will take on beer money in tag team action. And ahead of their match at Eve of Destruction, we're going to see singles matches next week between the members of the Lucha Brothers and the Usos, and also, to get this whole thing figured out, a special edition of Miz TV. But right now, here we go. It is time for our main event. Headed to the ring, accompanied by our world champion, Cody Rhodes. It's the Viper, Randy Orton. And his opponent, of course, making his way to the ring, accompanied by Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, the most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment. It's The Rock crowd is in a frenzy as these two guys go eye to eye here they have never faced each other one on one they have wrestled in a tag match at Wrestlemania 20 but it's about way more than that this is about legacy this is about pride These two third-generation superstars are about to hook it up. The bell sounds. Here we go. Of course, a very slow, methodical Randy Orton-paced match here. Rock is catching some momentum, whips Randy Orton to the ropes. Orton holds on. Rock charges him, but he's back dropped over the top rope. Randy Orton rolls out, and he clears off the announce table. But, Roman Reigns approaches him. Here comes Cody to get in Roman's face. The refs trying to make sure they're separated. Orton turns around, going for the rock bottom, but Orton reverses. Big back suplex on top of the table. What a move as we take our final commercial break. We are back. We're at the tail end of this match. Both men are spent. Both men have been giving it their all. They are struggling to their feet, trading blows. The boos and yes are ringing out through the arena. Right catches momentum. Punch, punch punch he goes for that punch where he spits in his hand but orton catches it spins him around signature randy orton backbreaker follows it up snap power slam here comes orton puts rock on the apron through the middle rope hangs him there vintage randy orton ddt orton is measuring rock going for the rko rock gets up orton goes for it but rock pushes him off Off the ropes, catches Orton, big spine buster, and now Rock, Rock's loading up for the people's elbow, but before he can hit the ropes, Orton kicks him in the head, kicks him again in the head, Orton gets to his feet, gains some momentum, but Paul Heyman's up on the apron, distracting the referee here, Orton hits the RKO, he's going for the cover, but there's no ref, Roman Reigns gets in the ring, grabs Orton from the pen and he locks in the guillotine, But here comes Cody Rhodes off the top rope. Big missile drop kick, breaking it up. The ref turns around. He sees Cody and Roman going at it. He tries to break that up, but from behind the rock, low blow on Randy Orton, rock bottom. Heyman gets the referee's attention. He sees it. One, two, three. That is it. The rock and the bloodline steal one here from Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes. They get out of Dodge here. They're celebrating up the ramp. Randy Orton is asking Cody what happened. Cody's trying to explain, but it's not going to matter. Bloodline are victorious here. As we sign off tonight, we're, we're getting breaking news in our ear. Shawn Michaels has informed us that next week, Revolution will kick off with the contract signing between these four men to make this massive tag team match official for end of the line. We will see you. Next week.
1: Wow, wow, that was. Uh, <laughs> I like Hill Rock. I'm enjoying Hill Rock a lot. I love Hill Rock. Um, Hill Rock's my yeah, favorite. Hill Rock. Hill Rock's probably my favorite too. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying that. Um, the uh, I love the Triple H Shawn Michaels callback with with Cardona and Myers. That's, You're that's nice. You're welcome. That's very nice. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's crazy. I really good show, man. Really good show. Thank you. How much time I love I, have I love? I love Cardona being like the the detective throughout the night leading up to that, that was that was great. That yeah. was great. How much time do I have left? Uh, you just hit the twenty six minute mark. Oh, okay. So, so I was okay. You had about four minutes left.
0: I rushed like two things, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, I may or may not have pretty much ripped off that Monday Night Raw <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 when yeah, Triple no, H did that. If it's not broke, don't fix it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I enjoyed that storyline. I remember watching that raw like in person at like was it, I wasn't there, but like watching right. it as it happened live and yeah, it was just I thought that would be a nice callback to what happened. So it was good. Um yeah, I, I realized as I finished that show, like not a whole lot actually happened on that show, but a lot of stuff kinda happened. It's a lot of I, hints. A lot of hints. Yeah. It's one of those things like we (laughs) talked about, man. I think it's a product of, you know, we're down to the end and we can only put so many things on the show because we're so limited for time. We have to get
1: this stuff in and there's not room for anything. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's part of it is because we're we're trying to fit everything in with without it. Like we're trying to make everything make sense and put as much in as we can without compromising the rest of the show. And it's a fine line to walk at times. It definitely is for sure.
0: All right. Going to throw it over to the Mayhem brand. All right. We're going to put 30 minutes on the clock. And
1: whenever you are ready. Okay. All right. There's no opening package this week. Instead, we start with a shot of Kevin Owens walking into the building where he is met by none other than Triple H. And Hunter says, look, Kevin, I've been trying to reach out to you uh, all week and get a hold of you. I can't get a hold of you. I know Jericho challenged you last week, but you owe me. So I'm counting on you to be at the end of the line pay-per-view to take out Seth for me. Kevin just kind of looks at him and says, you know what, Hunter? I've done everything for you. I let you be in charge. I let you use me. And look where that got me. Nothing. So you can count me out. And Kevin Owens walks right past Triple H as security and medical are all of a sudden running past them as well. A cameraman runs to follow, sees what happens. That's Wardlow. Wardlow is knocked out and is trapped under a metal structure here in the back parking lot area. They're trying to get it off of him. We don't know what's going on. What is happening to start off mayhem here as we cut back to the ring? We see a shot of the crowd. And Michael Cole. Let's see if I can get this right. Michael Cole says, "Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mayhem. I'm Michael Cole. Pat isn't going to be on the call tonight because of his match, but don't worry, we are not alone. We are joined once again by our former broadcast partner, Wade Barrett. And tonight we have a packed show for you." Now we are starting the night off with another match for the ladder match at Fight for Glory as Keith Lee is making his way to the ring. His scheduled opponent was supposed to be Wardlow, but Regal has told us this match is going to happen one way or another. He has found a replacement for Wardlow as Keith Lee gets in the ring looking to win back that pure wrestling championship. And the phenomenal AJ Styles is making his way out to (laughs) the ring. And he is out by himself. Regal has said that he cannot have the Good Brothers come out with him tonight. Uh, But that doesn't mean that they're not going to be here. As we saw what they did on Revolution, we have no idea what that was about. But AJ Styles is here looking to get into that pure wrestling championship ladder match at the Fight for Glory show. Uh, He gets into the ring. The bell rings. And AJ Styles tries to get the advantage early by moving quickly around the ring. Keith Lee tries to pounce on him, but Styles dodges and kicks the back of his leg. Uh, Styles continues to try and chop the big man down, but Lee drills him with a double chop to the chest, knocking AJ to the mat. AJ or Keith Lee pulls AJ up by his neck, lifts him up for the Spirit Bomb, but St- uh, Styles reverses it into a Code Red. AJ rolls to the apron, hits Keith Lee with a Springboard 450 Splash, covers him one, two. Keith Lee kicks out, uh, and he kicked out so hard that he sent AJ Styles flying out of the ring into the floor. <laughs> AJ pulls himself back up on the apron, but Keith Lee is up and pounces AJ off the apron, over the barricade, onto the concrete floor. Can AJ get back in this match as we take a commercial break? <clears throat> we come back from break, and during the break, AJ Styles got the advantage because, as we said before, they were looming around somewhere. The Good Brothers had made an appearance. Uh, they made their appearance known and distracted Keith Lee, allowing AJ Styles to get back in it. Uh, Keith Lee throws a huge left hand rocking AJ, but AJ is able to roll Keith Lee up into a calf crusher in the middle of the ring. Lee is in pain, is in the middle of the ring. Uh, AJ has the hold in for like five minutes or so. Keith Lee is screaming out in pain. He looks Jeez. like he's about to tap, but he grabs AJ Styles' head and just slams it into the mat Brock Lesnar style, uh, breaking the pin, uh, breaking the hold. Uh, Keith Lee slowly pulls himself up, but Anderson and Gallows jump back on the apron, distracting the referee and Keith Lee, but from behind, the, the young Bucks are here and they pull them off the apron. They hit stereo super kicks. The Bucks and the Good Brothers are uh, brawling through the crowd. They're brawling up the rampway. Uh, Keith Lee is distracted. He turns around, though. Eats a phenomenal forearm, though, from AJ Styles. Covers him one, two. AJ Styles breaks off the pin and is looking down the ramp. He is shocked. He doesn't know what's happening. Is Adam Cole actually here tonight? Is he here for revenge after what happened on Revolution? Styles is looking down the rampway, but all of a sudden he's turned around by Keith Lee. Picked up Big Bang Catastrophe, covers him one, two, three. Keith Lee gets the huge win and is moving on to the Pure Wrestling Ladder Match at the at uh, end at the Fight for Glory show. Uh, hopefully, trying to retain that Pure Wrestling Championship.
0: That's what you get, AJ Styles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut to commentary. Um, where Michael says Keith Lee is moving on to try to get back that championship. But ladies and gentlemen, we're receiving word that we have a video of the attack on Wardlow from earlier today. And all of a sudden on the Titan, trying a video play showing Wardlow walking backstage uh, through the backstage area. When all of a sudden he is attacked from behind with a steel chair, the feed is too blurry. We can't see who it is, uh, but they are relentlessly beating him with the chair over and over and over again. We cut to a different angle and it's, Samoa Joe what is Samoa Joe doing he, he is just hitting him with that chair and all of a sudden he stops and he looks up and he sees this metal structure and he smiles and he pulls the metal structure down on top of Wardlow very much Braun Strowman esque when he pulled it down on Kane and Brock Lesnar Wardlow is crushed and is trapped under Samoa Joe has attacked Wardlow backstage as we cut to commercial break
0: man you gotta stay away from these parking lots on these
1: shows good grief I love a good parking lot brawl. (laughs) Um, We cut back. We're back from commercial break, and AJ Styles and the Good Brothers are walking through the locker room when Renee Young stands there and says, AJ, what is going on with you and Adam Cole? AJ looks at him and says, "Uh, he wants to mess with me. He wants to try and get the upper hand on me. Well, baby, be careful what you wish for. And we cut back to the ring. And here comes Kevin Owens down to the ring, who cannot be happy after what happened at the last show when he almost had John Moxley beat for that championship, but uh, Chris Jericho attacked him and cost him the match. And we heard last week from Jericho, Jericho issued the challenge. Will Kevin Owens accept the challenge here tonight? He gets into the ring, and he says, All right, all right, Chris, I really should have seen this coming. I know not to trust you, but I just I couldn't help myself, could I? But I heard your little challenge last week and I have an answer. But I want to give it to you face to face. So come out here. <clears throat> and Chris Jericho makes his way out to the ring with a smile on his face and he is walking down to the ring. He gets into the ring and Kevin Owens says, "All right, all right he's, Chris Jericho says, "All right, Kev, I'm here. What's what's your answer?" And and Kevin Owens says, Jericho, first things first, you have to understand why I did what I did all those years ago. I was still trying to find my way. I I wanted to make a name for myself, and I did that at your expense, which I'm sure on some level you have to respect. Which is why I'm not as mad about what you did to me as I was. I mean, you had to find some way to stay relevant, right, Chris? That's what the great Chris Jericho is all about, staying relevant. I mean, you ha- you've had an amazing career, maybe even the best career of all time, from where you've wrestled, the people you face, faced, the championships you've won. You want revenge, Chris. But there's something I want. So I accept your challenge on one condition. I will only wrestle you at the end of the line pay-per-view if you put your career on the line. Yes! I don't mean you lose and go to revolution or go anywhere else. When I beat you, you'd never, and I mean never, ever again. (laughs) Jericho looks at him and says, you know what, Kevin? If I can't beat you, then I don't have a career anymore anyways. I accept. And Kevin looks at him and smiles and says, good. But just remember, Chris, all of this could have been avoided. You brought this on yourself. And Kevin kicks Jericho in the gut and drops him with a stunner right there in the middle of the ring. Owens is standing over him, on top of him, and just beating him relentless over and over and over again. He has busted Chris Jericho open. He throws him to the floor. He rolls to the floor. He grabs Jericho, picks him up, and power bombs Jericho on the apron. But he's not done. He picks him up again, does it a second time. Does it a third time. Security and Regal are out here now. They got between they're trying to get in between Regal or between Owens and Jericho. They push Kevin Owens to the back area. Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho at the end of the line pay per view. If Chris Jericho loses, his career is over. What a shock. What a match that will be at the end of the line pay per view. And we cut backstage and we see a split screen of Pat McAfee and Sami Zayn making their way to the ring as we cut to commercial break got 20 minutes left (coughs) we come back from commercial break um we see jericho on a stretcher being loaded into the back of the ambulance when all of a sudden kevin owens comes running through the crowd and jumps in the back of the ambulance again And just starting to wail on him again (laughs) he is just beating chris jericho while he is tied down all of a sudden regal jumps into the ambulance grabs jericho punches jericho and throws him out of the ambulance Tells the security to get him out of here. Jericho, uh, Kevin Owens is arrested and is walked out of the arena as Regal just kind of throws his hands up in the air and walks out of frame. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We cut back to the ring. And Sami Zayn is making his way to the ring. He is fired up, ready for this chance to become once again a pure wrestling champion. And he gets into the ring. And as his music plays, we cut back to the gorilla area where we see Renee Young is with Pat McAfee. And she says, Look, Pat, I know you're about to wrestle, but what are your thoughts on the potential match you might have with Corey Graves? And Pat just looks at her and smiles and goes, I'm sorry. Who? And walks away. <laughs> Oh, shoot. And here comes Pat McAfee, who got the massive win uh, at a, at a High Voltage against MJF, looking to become a pure wrestling champion in that ladder match. Pat McAfee in a ladder match is something I need to see right now, and so he is making his way down to the ring. <clears throat> he gets into the ring. The bell rings, and Sami Zayn and McAfee meet in the middle of the ring and they shake hands. Uh, They start circling around the ring. They lock up. Pat gets the advantage, shoots Sammy off the ropes, shoulder tackle, shoots off the ropes himself, but Sammy Zane drops down. Leapfrogs goes for a drop kick, but Pat catches him and slingshots Sammy out of the ring near the announce table. Pat is getting the crowd fired up, shoots off the ropes, and uh, takes Sammy out with a tope con hilo. Can Pat McAfee keep this energy up as we cut to commercial break? (coughs) We cut back from break, and both Pat McAfee and Sammy Zayn are down. They have been beating each other up during the commercial break. They are slowly pulling themselves up and trading punches back and forth. The crowd is behind both men. They keep trading shots, but then they start just hockey fighting in the middle of the ring. Um, Sami hits a jumping knee, rocking Pat. Sammy shoots off the ropes, but we get caught with a super kick. Pat kind of looks around, smiles. He looks like he's going for a springboard cutter, but gets caught with a blue thunder bomb, covers him one, two, three, mcafee kicks out pat slowly rolls out of the ring sammy goes for the uh to the other side he's going for that between the ropes ddt that he does but pat catches him with a super kick draping him between the turnbuckles pat grabs him and hits a ddt on the steel steps he rolls him back into the ring and he gets back in the ring but wait a minute on the other side that's carmella what is carmella doing here she is just on the apron she is smiling at pat mcafee and pat mcafee looks at her they both just flip each other off He returns the favor, but he turns around. (laughs) This gives Sami Zayn enough time to roll him up. One, two, McAfee kicks out, but he kicked out into the turnbuckle, into the corner. He gets uh, met with a haluva kick. Uh, Sami Zayn covers him. One, two, three. Sami Zayn gets the win and is moving on to the Pure Wrestling Championship ladder match at the Fight for Glory show. And thanks to the distraction from Carmella, Pat McAfee is pulling himself up and he's standing face-to-face with Carmella, and she's laughing, and he's just looking at her mad. But from behind, Corey Graves slides into the ring, and he hits a low blow on Pat McAfee, and he locks in the Lucky 13 and is just wrenching the legs of Pat McAfee, who is just screaming in pain in the middle of the ring. Carmella is down in his face yelling and slaps him across the face. Security is back out here breaking them up. Regal is yelling at them, pushing them back up the ramp as we cut to commercial break. That's what you get, Pat. Corey Graves who? <laughs> We are back from break, and Regal is screaming at Graves and Carmella. He says, "Get them out of my arena!" Security once again escorts somebody out of the arena, and we cut to the gorilla position as McAfee is walking through. He's going, "Where is that sob? Where did they go?" And he stands in front of the camera and he says, "All right, douchebag, you wanted my attention, you got it. Enjoy your moment of glory, Pat. Uh, Enjoy your glory. Enjoy your moment of glory, Corey. Because I'm going to send you back to retirement." where you belong. 15. And we cut back to the ring. 15 minutes left. Ugh, and Mike, Okay. We cut back to the ring and Michael Cole says, I hope Corey and Carmela know what they've gotten themselves into, which is something I could say about the man who joins me now via satellite, Seth freaking Rollins. Seth, first off, I got to ask you, are you sure you know what you've gotten yourself into? Seth does his laugh that he does and says, oh, Michael, do I know what I've gotten myself into? Probably not. But I really don't care. Hunter has done everything he can to ruin my life. He has taken everything from me. So what do I have to lose? But the funny thing is, I don't know if Hunter can find anyone to do his dirty work. I mean, he's burned every bridge and now he has to stew in it. So, trips, what you are planning, just know it won't matter. At the end of the line, at the end of the day, I'm walking out of the underline pay-per-view and you will be gone as we fade to black. We come back from commercial break. And here comes the number one contender for the Mayhem World Heavyweight Championship. Finn Balor is making his way to the ring by himself. Bullet Club is not with him tonight. Uh, as he gets into the ring, he says, Well, Johnny Boy, we know you're here. We know what you're wanting to do. So why don't you just make your way out here so we can just get the party started. And here comes John Machi with that World Heavyweight Championship in hand. He does not have a microphone in hand. He is looking for a fight tonight. He jumps the barricade. He rolls into the ring, and everybody says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I know you're wanting to fight, John, but come on, man. We both know I don't stand a chance in a brawl with you. But John, I, I just want you to listen to me real fast. The next couple of weeks are going to be the most important weeks of your life. You can continue to, you can either continue to live your life, a wrestler. Obviously, you won't be champion, but that's better than the alternative. Oh, what, what's the alternative? The alternative is you lose everything. You lose this business, you lose your job, you lose your wife. And all of a sudden, Moxley starts to walk towards him and he says, Whoa, well, whoa, whoa, you might want to look on the stage first before you start doing anything. And Moxley looks and it's 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 Renee Young. She is she is trapped by Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho has drugged Renee Young out here onto the stage area. And Moxley is shocked and he is he is livid and and he's yelling at Finn Balor. And Finn says, I told you, John. I told you, you're way too emotional. And I'm going to exploit that. I told you, you could continue being you or lose everything. And Moxley is beside himself in the ring. He's screaming, I'll I'll kill you. I'll hurt you you if you touch her. I will end you. And he just smiles and says, Ruby, do it. And Ruby flips Renee over. It looks like she's going to go for a pile driver on the stage. All of a sudden, Becky Lynch comes running out on the stage and she drops Renee and they start fighting. Ruby and Becky are fighting all over the area. Um, Finn Balor bails from the or bails from the ring. He knows that he does not want to mess with John Moxley right now. Uh, he bails into the crowd. John is standing, uh, staring a hole through him. Jay White, though, slides in the back of the ring. He's going for the Blade Runner again, but John blocks it, reverses it into a paradigm shift. John Moxley and Becky Lynch are looking at each other on the stage. They give each other a nod as we cut to commercial break. Sadistic Finn <laughs> Balor. Good grief. Yeah. Give me one second.
0: And while we wait, we're back. 12 minutes
1: left. Uh, okay. We come back from commercial break, and Regal is with Renee and Moxley backstage. Uh, And he says, John, look, I'm sorry this happened But I'll tell you what Whatever stipulation you want for your match with Finn You've got it (laughs) And Moxley just, Moxley looks at him still furious But smiles and shakes his hand As we cut back to the ring And the 16-time world champion, John Cena, is making his way to the ring. Last week, it was made official for the Fight for Glory show. John Cena is going (coughs) one-on-one with Kenny Omega. Omega. He gets into the ring. And he says, I can't believe we are already here. The end of the line. When I got here, I had a list of people I wanted to face. Dream matches that would give me the opportunity to face some of the best of the best. And at the top of that list was Kenny Omega. No one can uh, no one can deny that Kenny is one of the best. In big-time matches, the dude is unbelievable. It just delivers. So why would I pass up the chance to beat him? I know this is going to be one of the toughest matches of my career, one of the stiffest. <coughs> but I want to prove to everyone else, and I don't want it anyone, any other way, and I want to prove to everyone else that I can beat Kenny Omega. But I don't want this version of Kenny. I want the cleaner. I want the Terminator. Give me that, Kenny, because that's the only way you're going to be able to beat me. Harsh words from John Cena. <clears throat> Wait a minute. Here comes Adam Hangman Page down to the ring. He's not, he's not scheduled to be here, and he's on the ramp, and he stops, and he says, Look, Johnny boy, John Cena, I'm glad you're here. Two things really quick. First off, be careful what you wish for, because if you get that, Kenny, you don't know what's going to happen. And second of all, you might need a match to help tune things up before that show. So next week, how about it's John Cena versus Adam Hangman Page? And Cena looks at him and and smiles, and it's official. Apparently, next week, John Cena will go one-on-one with Adam Hangman Page as we cut to commercial break. Just under (coughs) nine minutes left. Okay. Miro makes his way to the ring. He gets in the ring. Dax Hardwood makes his way to the ring, and the two men, uh, Dax and Cash, look at each other. They fist bump and hug, and Cash walks to the back as Dax Hardwood is making his way to the ring. This match is for the number one. This match is, two for the final spot in the ladder match. (coughs) That's going to be hard. The bell rings, and... They go back and forth, but Miro is way too heavy, way too strong. He shoots him off the ropes. He does a shoulder tackle, uh, but uh, Dax Harwood is able to leapfrog uh, over over Miro. He drops down, misses the big boot, is able to drop kick Miro, but Miro just staggers, but he doesn't go down. He shoots off the ropes to go for it again, but Miro catches him, turns it into a powerbomb, covers him one, two, Dax kiss out. Can Dax get back into this as we take a commercial break? We come back from commercial break, and Miro is just having his way with Dax Hardwood. Uh, Dax is, beat, is trying to get back into this thing. Uh, he's able to hit a headbutt on Miro, which staggers Miro. He pushes Miro, which distracts the referee. Turns around, low blow to Miro, rolls him up. One, two, Miro kicks out. Dax is climbing to the top rope, which is something we're not used to him doing. He leaps off the top, but he gets caught with a super kick from Miro. Miro. followed by a kick to the side of the head. Dax falls down. Miro screams, applies the game over, blocks it in. Dax has nowhere to go. he's forced to tap out. Miro has secured the final spot for that ladder match at Fight for Glory. (coughs) And we cut to commentary where Michael Cole says, Next week, John Cena will go one-on-one with Adam Hangman Page, and we have just received word that our world champions will team up to face the team of Ruby Soho and Jay White. And we will have a medical update on Chris Jericho and so much more. But coming up next in our final segment, we are going to hear from Bray Wyatt. I was hoping that was last. How much time do I have left? You got just, uh,
0: you got about six minutes.
1: Uh, Bray makes his entrance. I'm not going to play this song because it takes too long. Um, there you go. Bray makes his entrance. Uh, and he's standing in the ring with a microphone in his hand. He says, you know, I bring these pains and burdens on myself. I just do these things. Hurt people. I can't control it. Malachi, my brother, you are truly special to me. You are the one that I kept pouring myself into. I know you're angry with me. But I'm sorry. I'm really and truly sorry. And all of a sudden, the lights go out in the arena. And they come back up, and Brody King and Buddy Matthews are, are standing on the apron just staring at Bray. And Bray looks at them and says, boys, please forgive me. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to do these things to you. But you aren't going to give me a choice. And from the darkness behind Bray Wyatt, Malachi Black emerges, and he's, he's wearing the fiend mask. And Bray Wyatt turns around and is just staring a whole, just a dead stare into Malachi Black as he's wearing the Fiend mask. And all of a sudden, from behind, Buddy Matthews and Brody King jump Bray Wyatt. They begin to just beat down Bray. <clears throat> Malachi Black rips the mask off, throws it down to the floor, and just begins to stomp on it as Bray is screaming out in pain. Bray starts to fight back, but the numbers advantage just gets to him. The three men continue to beat him down. But all of a sudden, Julia Hart runs into the ring and screams at the three men. Black shoves her to the ground and continues to attack bray but julia crawls over to the mask and and she just she lifts the mask up in the air and bray screams out again and just begins to overpower the three men he drops buddy with a headbutt drills brody king with a a uranagi malachi black goes for the black mask but bray catches it pulls him in for the sister abigail the house of black bell from the ring as julia bends down to help bray back up to his feet Bray just stares a dead stare at the boy at the at the house of black the camera zooms in on his face before we fade to black
0: wow very interesting very interesting with bray and with malachi very interesting yeah Interested to see where it goes. Okay, quickly for those of us who are um, obviously for those of us listening, run through since you had the final match, who is going to be in the ladder match at the pay per view? Who are you say Six guys, so, is that right?
1: There'll be seven, including Swerve.
0: Okay. Oh, that's right. Duh.
1: So Swerve, the champion, will be in it. It'll be Sami Zayn, Miro, uh, Keith Lee, Walter. Um, I should know this. Um, yeah, I gotta go back to last week. Okay. Uh, who am missing? Eddie Kingston. Yep. How many is that? Six. Six. Yep. And uh, Walter. Bobby Lashley. Okay. Bobby B. Kenny last week. Okay. Cool. All right. That's a lot of big boys. Nice. <laughs> a lot of big boys.
0: Nice field. Very nice field. I like it. Uh, obviously, I love the McAfee and Corey Graves stuff. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Uh. Very good. And I love, love, love sadistic Finn Balor. Like. Yeah. I love that so yeah. much. It was really really yeah. cool. Dig it. Very good show. <laughs> all right thank you thank you for those i started to
1: lose my voice there towards the end but that's
0: okay okay. not a problem we just have another show today um all right anyway that's beside the point
1: all right talk for 30 minutes straight
0: though so that's better that yeah that's a good point that's true all right that is gonna do it for this edition of pbwf uh make sure you guys are following along at pbw podcast on facebook twitter and instagram Make sure you're giving us a follow. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. We would appreciate that very much. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the feed. Make sure you go buy the new PBWF t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash PBW podcast. All right. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Buzzer. That's going to do it for this edition of PBWF. We will catch you guys down the road.